Good morning. This is Angela Schaefers, the host of Your Story Matters radio show. Today, I am interviewing yet another successful entrepreneur, Tawana Williams. And Tawana is here today to share her story of success in being an author of Unarmed and Dangerous and a motivational speaker. Hi, Tawana. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to um, have heard about your book, and I can't wait to get my own copy and read it. And also, I know you're a motivational speaker, but before we get to what you do and the book, will you tell our listeners part of your story, because you have quite an amazing story of your past and where you've come from and all that you've gone through, and I'd love to be able to share that with the listeners. Absolutely. Well, I'm Tawana Williams, and I'm your messenger of hope and inspiration, and I was blessed to be born without arms. And I know somebody's thinking when I say that, but yes, I said it. I was blessed to be born without arms. Although I've overcome some major adversity in my life, I was gang raped during a home invasion many years ago. I was raped by my stepfather, addicted to crack and cocaine for 10 long years. I've experienced abortion and motherhood, so I know that I can help you know, people all over the world overcome whatever adversities, whatever tragedies and issues they may be facing in their lives, and that's why I am unarmed but dangerous. That's the title that I've given myself. I've created a system to teach others how they, too, can become unarmed but dangerous. So I'm excited, Angela. I'm excited. Wow, that sounds like a lot that you've been through. And, I mean, of course, that's just a brief snippet of all that happened to you. But let me ask you this. During your lifetime, of course, starting with you were born armless, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. How did you deal with the challenges of that, of not having arms to do the things that most people are able to do, feed themselves, dress themselves, that type of thing? What did you do to overcome those challenges, if you will? Well, I was born to a mother that told me there was nothing that I could not do. Mm. And I had a grandma, Roger. She passed away in 1999. But at the tender age of four years old, she said to me, she said, T, you must not have needed arms because God didn't give them to you. She said, nothing's missing. If you don't have it, then you don't need it. Mm. So she always encouraged me. My mom, they always encouraged me to use what I had and to figure it out. And that's been my life story. You know, life for me, motherhood for me didn't come with instructions. So on a daily basis, I just had to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I did it. You Mm -hmm. know, and I was all trained um, from 11 months old up until the age of four and a half years old. I was trained. I stayed at a facility um, where they trained me to use my feet as Mm -hmm. if they were my hands. So when I joined my family in Washington, D.C. at four and a half years old, I was doing anything my sisters were doing with their hands, but Mm -hmm. I was using my feet. Mm -hmm. I was using my feet. So I'm grateful. Wow, that's awesome. I love that. And it sounds like you had a lot of support in the sense of two people who really loved you and encouraged you to be all that you can be. Absolutely. I had that at home, but when I got outside of the home, it was tough. Mm -hmm. You know, laughed at, picked on, humiliated on a daily basis. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I I learned to play the deck that I was dealt, so to speak. You Mm -hmm. know, this me, this was who I am, and, you know, I, I just don't have a problem with me. And I think that's one of the reasons that I became a motivational speaker, because I realized that children and adults and people stared and teased and picked because they did not understand, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
that life comes with challenges, life comes with differences, and we're all different. And so I started um, speaking uh, in my daughter's classroom as as show-and-tell day, Mm -hmm. you know, on show-and-tell day when she was in the kindergarten. I started this. um, I didn't really realize how long I had been speaking, but it started when my daughter was five years old. Mm. She's now 24 years old. So, you know, I would go into show-and-tell and talk to her classmates and let them know that April's mom was different, but she still, you know, that I was still April's mom and I could do this, and I would show them, demonstrating with my feet how I did things, how I took care of my daughter when she was a baby. And I'm telling you, it's just really been an awesome, awesome journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds like you've taken what could be construed as a really bad situation and made it a really good situation. Absolutely. I have no other choice but to you know, play my cards, and I play them well. I live my life full every Mm -hmm. day. I let nothing stop me. And so my motto is, is no excuse is acceptable. Because as I look at my life, and I think about all of the challenges that I've had to overcome and all of the things that I've had to face, you know, um, I could easily come up with a list of a million legitimate excuses as to why I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. But, Mm -hmm. you know, my motto is now, you know, excuses or results. You can't have both. You got to pick and choose excuses mm-hmm. or results. And I choose results. And I've just been creating results in my life um, day after day after day. And, and that's one of the things that I challenge other people to do. Choose results, you know, choose to win and not to fail. Choose to live and not to die. Mm-hmm. That totally makes sense. And that is, I think, as you're saying, we all have a choice to make with our circumstances and our situation and what we're going to do with that and how we're going to overcome that or live through whatever it is that we have to live through. I want to ask you, because I know um, there's a lot of listeners out there who feel hopeless and feel like they just can't get through whatever it is they're going through. And sometimes because of that very thing of being beat down, so to speak, from, you know, others' words or their looks and those types of things. And how did you handle that? Like you said, things were one way at home, but when you went outside the home, there were staring and jokes made and things like that. What did you do to deal with those from other people? Well, you know, as I look at my life and I think about, you know, my journey and how I've gotten to where I am right now, it it took perseverance. It Mm -hmm. took tenacity. You know, I'm self-motivated and self-determined, self-driven, so, you know, I don't need anyone to motivate me. It's just, it's just, you know, I feel like I was born with this. I was born with this motivation. God knew that, you know, through my circumstances, because of my circumstances, rather, that I would need um, something on the inside of myself to push me, to make me go mm-hmm. and to make me quit and to just make me face challenges. So that's just something that was born with me or on the inside of me. It's just in there. And, you know, I, I just don't allow myself to uh, excuse myself uh, when things aren't available or readily available for me. I create what I want. I make it happen for myself. And I don't sit back and wait on someone else to do things for me. I make things happen. And we all have that power to do whatever it is we have to do to get off our, of our pity pots and, you know, stop with the pity parties and, mm-hmm. you know, to just up and just make it happen for ourselves. You know, so what You this happened? So what that happened? Look what has happened to me. But I didn't allow my circumstances, my circumstances to determine my destiny. And we all have that power to create our own destiny. We are all the captain of our own ship. Mm. With, you know, with 
sustainer of our own minds. And, you know, one of the things that I, that I teach people when I'm doing my speaking presentations is that, you know, after going through all of the things that you go through in your life, you've got to make some, you've got to make some major changes in your life. And there are three major changes that I made in my own life once God delivered me from drug addiction, once I began to forgive the people that had hurt me and raped me and did all of the bad things to me. The first thing that I had to change was my mindset. I had to change my mindset, mm -hmm. my thoughts. I had to pay attention to what I fed my mind, my body, and my spirit because everything starts in the mind, mm -hmm. you know, and the first major change that I made. Then the second change that I had to make was I had to change the company that I kept, and that's very powerful. You know, you, you are what you hang around. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you know, it, whether it be negative or positive, if you hang around it long enough, it'll rub off on you. So we have to pay attention to our closest friends to our closest circle, um, and, and if they're not for you, they're against you. Dr. Phil says either you're a contributor or you're a contaminator, mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm allowing contributors into my life, into my space, because I have the right to pick and choose who I want in my life. That's and right. then the third change, that's right, the third change that I had to make was I had to change the way that I saw myself, because Growing up outside of the home, being told what you know what I couldn't do, being told you look funny without arms, being told you walk funny, being told this negative thing and that negative thing, and all of those negative things begin to penetrate my spirit, and I begin to believe that mess. I had to you know change the way that I saw myself and mm -hmm. encourage myself, love myself, and to pat myself on the back and to validate who I was. Mm -hmm. And so those are major changes that. I encourage each and every listener to, to start uh, uh, bringing into their own life, allowing yourself to make changes because change is inevitable, and you'll never get to where it is you got to go without change. Mm -hmm. That's right. And I think one thing to point out is that these things take time, but if you keep at it, they can happen. Absolutely. It's just like anything. It takes time. Mm -hmm. You know, all of these changes didn't come suddenly for me. Mm -hmm. um, it was a process. It was years between um, the rape and the drug addiction to where I am now. That was 1991 uh, when I was uh, uh, delivered from my crack cocaine addiction. So it's been, a, it's been a process, and it won't happen overnight. But if you stick and stay, change will come. Mm -hmm. That's right. I want to talk a little bit about forgiveness that you mentioned, because I know as a counselor and having been through the things that I've been through, that forgiveness is a hard one for a lot of people. And I always say I couldn't do that on my own. I have to have God to help me for um, all the issues and the people that I have needed to forgive and, and have been able to. Because I think as humans, we're just not completely capable of that, although that's a choice. But talk to our listeners about how you have been able to forgive the people who have hurt you the most. Well, forgiveness for me, once again, it was a process, you know. Bad things happen to all of us. Bad things happen to good people all of the time. But in order for us to move forward in our lives and to get to our destiny, our, our planned destiny that our Creator has designed for us, we must forgive. How can we expect God to forgive us if we can't forgive those who have hurt us? And so at, at some point in my life, I had to make a conscious, and I say it again, I had to make a conscious mm -hmm. decision begin to forgive people around me, um, to, 
to begin to forgive people that had hurt me growing up and people that had said bad things and negative things to me. I forgive them, although many of them I have not had the opportunity to tell them I forgave them Mm -hmm. or I forgive but I forgive them in my heart, and that's all required of me, and I've done it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And I love what you're saying, that things take time. I think that sometimes, you know, people just want a quick fix. They want to hear a radio show or read a book or meet with a counselor, and they want to be fixed the next day. And it's like you said, these things take time, and obviously they take perseverance because sometimes we go along that path of wanting to be healed and wanting to be whole, but we have to keep going when we're frustrated or when things seem sort of bleak. Does that sound true to you? Yes, it does. It's very true. And I just, that's just my mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, Life is about time and Mm -hmm. life is about choices and life is about change. That's my motto. And Mm -hmm. so I'm grateful to be standing in the position that I'm in on today, helping millions of people all Mm -hmm. over the world, encouraging people. Every time I get a microphone, even when I'm not um, at a speaking engagement, um, doing coaching sessions and mentoring people, great people, um, people that have greatness within them but don't know how to pull it out. Mm-hmm. These are some of the things I do, and I'm helping people, and I'm challenging people, and I'm learning to hold people accountable for what it is they want in their lives because, you know, we hear so many complaints. You know, mm-hmm. I do anything. So many complaints from people, but as I think about my life and the, all of the time and energy that I used to spend complaining about my situation, mm-hmm. guess what? Situation never changed, and yours won't either. So stop complaining about it right. and start doing something about it, and your life will begin to take a new turn. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it works if you work it. Yeah, that is very true, very, very true, and great words of wisdom. Um, tell me then what, I know you said you remember talking to your daughter's class about your journey and how you got through your, um, not having the arms. When did you come up with, um, the idea or the dream or the vision of writing your book and starting your business to be a motivational speaker? Well, I've been a speaker now, um, since 1996 Mm -hmm. and Uh, it's been 14 years for me and I'm grateful for those years. And, um, I just decided one day, you know, the world wouldn't give me a job. So I created my own job Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, and, that's who I am. If, if things aren't what I want them to be, I create them. I change things to fit my needs. And so I, there was a need for speakers to motivate people right where they were. And so I decided consciously that I was going to be that person. And I started my business with a vision, a dream, a prayer, a computer, business cards, and a telephone. And I got busy. Mm. I called strangers to help open doors for me. I emailed 50, 60 emails. I mean, I sent out 50, 60 emails a day, you know, allowing strangers to help me to come into my life. You know, it's been said that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So I was ready and things begin to happen. And then um, at some point I connected with my personal mentor and friend, Mr. Les Brown, Mm -hmm. and he began to me. I've been a part of his um, Platinum Speaker Network for about seven years now, and we've connected, and great things have been happening for me. You know, um, 
the sky's the limit, and that's all I can say. You know, I realized that things in my life that had happened to me, you know, I had a choice to either allow them to make me bitter or better, and I chose to be better because I've always heard that bitterness is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to get sick. So I've learned something, you know, from all of those experiences and the things that I've gone through in life, and they've brought me to where I am right now. And I know that if I want something in life, I've got to be willing to pay the price. I've got to be willing to face whatever comes my way. You know, in life I say no test, no testimony. You got to go through some stuff to get to where it is you want to be. Mm-hmm. That's life. Mm-hmm. That's life. That's right. That's what gives us our best stories, right? And mm-hmm. um, what did you do along the way, though? I'm sure there were times when you were frustrated or discouraged, and that's sometimes where people don't get that like you said, it's true. We have to persevere. We have to keep going. But sometimes people want to know, what do you do with that? Because that's hard stuff when you get a door closed on you or something falls through that you were really hoping would happen. How did you deal with those moments along your journey of feeling you know, frustrated or discouraged? Well, um, it, that's a good question. Um, I, I just came back. You know, when I fell, I got up again and again. I kept calling and, you know, allowing the opportunities for other people to be blessed by what it is that I was trying to offer them. And, you know, to me, no means next. When someone says no, I scratch their name off the list and I go to the next person because I found that no matter how many no's you get, eventually someone's going to say yes. And that's the reason that I created my unarmed but dangerous system. It's a life system and systems are duplicatable. And so, I've created a system to to encourage people and to allow them to see the manifestation of greatness to come into their own space and mm-hmm. to come into their own lives. And so my system is working, and it's working every single time. If applied, it works. Mm-hmm. That's awesome because I think there's um, a, quite a few people out there who have systems or books or whatever it is, and they haven't necessarily lived them, if that makes sense. So what it you're does. saying is you've taken, you've created your system, but you've lived it. You've worked out the kinks in it. You know what you need to do and not do. <clears throat> and now you're sharing this with others. And is that what your book is about? Or is the book separate from the system that you use in coaching others? The book is separate from the system. The book, Unarmed but Dangerous, the Tawana Williams story of relentless struggle and ultimate victory. It's my testimony. It's my life's journey. And it's the book is so awesomely put together because at the end of each chapter, I have prayers. At the end of each chapter, I have questions because I want people to search their own hearts. I want people to think about their own stuff and their own dreams and, you know, try to figure out why is why have you not uh, overcome your stuff or why have you not done what it takes for you to live your life successfully and fully and if if we have time I'll quickly like to just give this system because somebody might be listening that really um, wants it and, and you know doesn't have the money to, to purchase the mm-hmm. book or whatever mm-hmm. yes. Love just quickly go through this system is that alright? Yes that would be wonderful I'm sure lots of people are just waiting to hear go ahead okay. The system of unarmed but dangerous, and you need the right to write this down. Total commitment. 
Total commitment means doing it when you don't feel like it. You know, I'm, I'm so totally committed to this process of speaking and changing lives that my husband and I have been traveling this country for 14 years. And guess what? Nine and a half of those years, we did it for free. And it's been said that when it's your passion, you'll do it and you'll do it for free. Mm -hmm. And then you'll do it so well that one day people will begin to pay you to do it. And so... I'm totally committed to the cause. I'm totally committed to people and changing lives. And I want you to think about your life and think about something that you should be totally committed to that you're not. And once you figure out what it is, I want you to write it down and I want you to begin to focus on it and, 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 and do whatever is required for you to get to where it is to totally commit yourself to whatever it is you need to change. Mm -hmm. The next the next system, the next step, rather, is accountability. You know, when you point at your circumstances and the bad things that have happened to you, you know, when you point at the government, the church, the school, the people around you, look at it. You've got one finger pointing forward and three fingers pointing right back at you. You are it. When it comes to accountability, it's you. So hold yourself accountable for whatever it is that you want, for your business that you're growing, for the life that you're living, you know, for your family, for your children. Hold yourself accountable for whatever it is you want. You know, I hold myself accountable for everything that I do. Um, I, I make it happen for myself. There's no doubt in my mind that success uh, was coming to me. There was no doubt because I was holding myself accountable for everything that I wanted. The next thing, willingness, willingness. You got to be willing to do things today that other people won't do in order to have the things tomorrow that other people won't have. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just willing like that. I show up every single time, whether people have the money to pay me or not. Money has never been my motivator. And I'm encouraging somebody right now to don't allow money to, to, to be your motivator because when the money stops, you won't, you'll quit. You mm -hmm. won't keep going. And so, so be willing to do whatever's required of you to get the job done. Like I said, you know, my husband and I, we do it for free. Mm -hmm. You know, there are times when we need the money. We want the money, but the money's just not there. People don't have it. So I continue to move because I'm willing. And that's why I'm so blessed, because of willingness. I'm willing to show up and do whatever's required. Mm -hmm. The next thing is action. Action. I love action because it's not enough to think about it, talk about it, dream about it, or pray about it if you're not willing to take action. Action is the key. People say knowledge is power. Well, knowledge is nothing without action. You've got to have action in order for things to change. You've got to move on your, your dreams. You've got to tap into your unlimited potential and make things happen for yourself. You know, action is the key. It's like being on a movie set. When I hear the word action, it's like lights, cameras, action, move, mm -hmm. do it now. You know, that, that's action to me. You know, I realize that you, I can talk about it all day. I can think about it and pray about it. But if I'm not willing to take action, nothing will change, and it won't happen for you either unless you put some action to your knowledge. The next thing is never give up. Never give up. This is where the, you know, this is the, the road to success is paved here. It's paved with. It's paid with setbacks. People are going to lie to you, exploit you, mistreat you, laugh at you, tease you. You know, people are going to make you lose your...
and you'll become demoralized and, you know, you're going to lose your motivation, but you can't afford to stay there permanently. Mm-hmm. You got to come back. You got to keep going. You got to keep doing it. You know, one of the things that I say to people is that if I had given up, do you think I would have been uh, invited to the Judge Hatchet Show to be a mentor to a troubled team? Do you think I would have uh, been interviewed by Oprah's producers and Montel's producers and been on the Word Network twice and in five magazines in one year if I had given up? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. So you must never give up on your hopes and dreams because if you give up, you'll never know the end result. So never give up because quitters always quit and winners always win. And you and I, we were born to win. So never give up. Mm-hmm. And finally, absolute faith. Ladies and gentlemen, this is where the rubber hits the road. You got to have absolute faith in yourself. You got to believe in yourself when others don't. You got to know it can happen when other people don't. Believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams. Have that kind of determination and power, you know, within yourself. Tell yourself you can do it because absolute faith is, is your belief system. What do you believe you can do? What do you say you can have? Once you put these things together, once you hold yourself, uh, you know, once you say I'm totally committed to the cause and I'm holding myself accountable for what I want and I'm willing to go through and I'm going to take action and I'll never give up only to have absolute faith, you too can become unarmed and dangerous. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't need a gun or a weapon. Your weapon is your mind, your mm-hmm. skills, your gifts and abilities. You know, you got the power to become unarmed but dangerous if you apply this system. It works every single time. I get emails and fan mail and all this kind of great, you know, great uh, uh accolades from people who have applied this system to their lives and it's working every single time. So you too have the have learned the power to become unarmed but dangerous. Mm, I love that. That's powerful. And that, I think your system pretty much covers it all because those are the key things that we need to do and do consistently to find success. And I think with that comes peace and just yes. a sense of we're doing what all that we can do with our lives and with our circumstances. Would you agree? Absolutely. You know, people will look back one day and say, how in the world did she do it? How in the world did he do it? Well, he did it because he wouldn't let herself off the hook. She wouldn't let herself off the hook. You know, and that's my motto. I don't let myself off the hook. My family wouldn't let me off the hook. I I, I set high standards. You know, that's the problem with most people. They aim low and they hit. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, you got to aim high. So even if you miss, you'll be up there. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. And I think the other thing to point out that's crucial is that when you go through phases of whether it's being addicted or being in a bad relationship or whatever it is, you too can get out of that. There's hope from there. Absolutely. There is healing after the process or after the damage. You can heal. You've got comeback power. You know, you got the right to, to come back and to live your life full and to, and to live your dreams and to make it happen for yourself. No excuse is acceptable. Stop making excuses for the things that you don't have. If you want them, then you create a system. You find a way to make it happen for yourself because that's all I've done. You know, nothing, there's nothing so great about me. The only difference between me and most people is that, that I persevere. I keep going. I'm like that energizer bunny. Mm-hmm. I keep going, going, and going. You mm-hmm. know, I, I won't let myself stop. 
Mm -hmm. That totally makes sense. I, I agree. I love it. I think you have a great system in place. And as I said in the beginning, I'm excited to read your book. Where can people get the book and reach you if they would like to um, have you come out and speak? Absolutely. They can go to my website, www.tawanawilliams.com. That's T-A-W-A-N-A williams.com. You can order the book on my website, my DVD. I have um, my artwork. I'm also an artist, never been to art school. It's an amazing, an amazing life that I'm living. I'm telling you, it is so powerful. So check out my website. It is awesomely put together and um, you know, I've got some great uh, video clips on my website. But, yeah, I have a store on my website where you can order books, DVDs, CDs, artwork, um, T-shirts, all kinds of all kinds of goodies, Tawana Williams memorabilia. So I'm excited. And then there's an area on my website where you can send me a message. There's a contact page. Fill it out. It comes directly to my personal email, and I promise you I will get back with you. I don't have a secretary. I'm my own secretary. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't peck. I type 35, 40 words a minute with my feet, and I do answer all emails. So I, I look forward to autographing your book and getting it out to you and you reading it and applying whatever you've learned from the story, from the book, to your own lives. And I guarantee you, your life will never be the same. Unarmed but Dangerous is changing lives all over the world. Wow, I love that. And I love what you said about getting back to people yourself and not having someone do your writing and your responses and that type of thing. I'm finding that that's a big thing these days is that people hire other people to respond or to speak for them. And um, I think it's important to be ourselves, to be authentic and be real. And that's part yeah. of the journey, right? Absolutely. That's one of the things that I promised God and I promised myself that I would always be uh, personable because people don't want to know how much money you make, what you've done. People want to know how much you care. Mm -hmm. And I'm a caring, loving person and I'm, I'm a connector. I'm a people person. And I want people to know that you can connect with me personally. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I, I'm, I'm, that's just who I am. I've always been that way. And I'm grateful to be in this position. That's awesome. I love it. And do you do um, individual coaching for those listeners that may be interested or do you do workshops or is it just the speaking? Uh, both. All three. Okay. <laughs> I do individual coaching, uh, personal development, um, life coaching, uh, whatever, speaking, whatever you need. I'm available. Um, contact me through my website and I'll get back with you and we'll get we'll get you where it is you need to be because I found that most people have it in, within them. They just don't know how to pull it out. That's true. I think that's very true. And sometimes what we need is a little boost or some more information um, uh -huh. or some encouragement. And that's what we hope to do with your Story Matters radio show. And especially right now with doing the series on successful entrepreneurs, there's a great deal of people out there who have visions and dreams of what they would like to do with their life, but they never take that step to start doing it. And I would like to make sure that we're all creating um, awareness of that being possible. Dreams do come true, right? Yes, they do. I'm, I'm living proof of it. I'm living my dream every single day, and I'm doing whatever I have to do to get to the next level in my own life. My success is important to me, but your success is more important to me. 
That's awesome. I love it. Tawana, thank you so much for your time this morning. I wish you the best in all that you're doing and many blessings. And I'm sure we'll um, be back in touch again and have you on the show again if you're available to share some more tips with our listeners. And again, if anyone would like to um, find out more about Tawana, it's www.tawanawilliams.com. Thanks, Tawana. Thank you. And I want to encourage the listeners to check out my itinerary page because I might be in a city near you. So if I am, I would love to meet you.